is risen. Jesus is alive. He is alive indeed. What a wonderful passage of scripture to capture what we've been worshipping and praising and singing. I mean, wasn't that medley just out of this world? Did it take you up into the heavens where you could worship and praise? There's no other name, no other name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. In our passage reading today, in the passage we've just had on the screen, we had this slain lamb walking. Did you pick that up? A lamb that looked as if it was slain was walking. That means it was alive, but it still bore the marks of having been slain. We know who this lamb was. If you were here Friday, we had a wonderful uh, story, wonderful message on the Lamb of God who was slain. When John the Baptist, when he first met Jesus, said, behold, the Lamb of God, the sacrifice for the sins of the world. Friday is finished. Sunday is here. So who is this lamb? Because the other scripture says, he is the lion of Judah, the root of David, the lion of Judah. What do you think when you think about, imagine a lion? No doubt you've seen lots of shows where the lion is the supreme hunter, preeminent king of the jungle. No doubt you've uh, seen lions having to be behind cages because they're too dangerous for us. So there's danger with a lion. There's adventure. There's beauty. You look at this beautiful picture at the end of the um, session. Come up and see the beauty in the eyes, the beauty in the strokes. The Lion of Judah. Our Jesus, the lamb that was slain, was called the Lion of Judah. But what does that mean for us? What does it mean? We have to go right back to the older part of the Bible because it is only in this last book of the Bible that we come across this claim that Jesus is the Lion of Judah. So we've got to go right back to the beginning which I'm told in the song is a very good place to start. The beginning. We always start at the beginning because our God created this world. But just after the beginning, we'll get back to the bright beginning in a minute, we hear the story of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Jacob had how many sons? Anyone know? How many sons Jacob had? It's more than that. 12 sons, 12 sons. His fourth son was called Judah, Judah. And so you have Abraham who was given lots of promises and blessings that every nation would be blessed because of Abraham. Isaac followed Jacob. And on Jacob's deathbed, he calls his 12 sons and he blesses them. The first four 
are the sons of Leah, not his favorite wife, Rachel. And the fourth one is Judah. So I want us to look at what the scripture says. Now, I want you to imagine, of course, this is in poetic form. Of course, it's got imagery, and it's meant to convey a picture. And I want to see if you can capture the picture of the blessing, the promise or the prediction or the prophecy, whatever you like to call this, that was made by Jacob over his fourth son. So let's just read the scripture. And it starts in Genesis 49 and verse 8. Judah, your brothers will praise you. You will grasp the enemies by the neck. All your relatives will bow down before you. Judah, my young son, is a young lion that has finished eating its prey. Like a lion, he crouches and lies down. Like a lioness, who dares to rouse him? The scepter will not depart from Judah nor the ruler's staff from his descendants until the coming of the one to whom it belongs, the one whom all nations will honour. He ties his fold to a grapevine, the colt of his donkey to a choice vine. He washes his clothes in wine, his robes in the bloods of gra- blood of grapes, His eyes are darker than wine, and his teeth are whiter than milk. Therein is the prayer, the blessing. Would you like one like that? It's a blessing. So what did you pick up? I noticed some of these things. Um, The first one's easy. Your brothers will praise you. Not only was Judah the fourth son of Jacob, Judah was the great-great-great-great-great-grandfather of King David, Solomon. And if you follow the line, you will discover that that's the lineage of Jesus. The Lion of Judah refers to who Jesus is, his identity, who's his family, who's his earthly family. And it goes back to this, your brothers will praise you. That's the first one that you can pick up. Secondly, you'll discover that he will be preeminent over Israel. Someone from the tribe of Judah would always be on his throne. Until, it says in the scriptures, the right one comes. Until the coming of the one to whom it belongs. Until the Messiah comes. And we know that there was always someone in governance, and then Jesus came. Then it says the obedience of the nation will be for this one for whom the prayer was made. How about that? All nations obedient. Well, it's not yet true, but you know today there are at least a billion people celebrating Easter Sunday. Some haven't started yet because it's not yet daylight. But right throughout the world, there will be praise and honour and glory and might and worship and prestige and honour to 
the risen Jesus. Then it talks about unusual prosperity. It's a little bit strange, some of that language. It infers that, this, that, that they'll be able to tie their donkey to the choicest vine. Now, no one would do that because the choicest vine has to be protected. But this is like there's so many choice vines that you just tie your animal up onto one. Unusual prosperity. And it just talks about the wine, the vineyards. And in the Old Testament, for the sign of peace and prosperity, there were just three things they mentioned. The family would sit under the vine, look on the olive groves, and have enough grain. That was their picture of prosperity, and this is abundant prosperity. But the one I want to talk to today is the one that's forecast, predicted, prophesied, that the Lion of Judah would have victory over his enemies. And for this part of our story, I want to talk about two lions. Are you scared of that? Oh, I wouldn't be either, actually. It's just a fluffy old thing that you put on your head, isn't it? The Lion of Judah. I want to give you the story of two lions. And to go back to this, um, I refer back to some of the messages we've had during March, where we learnt about the one who's called the Prince of this Air, and it says in 1 Peter 5.8, it says this, stay alert, stay alert. Your enemy goes around roaring, like a lion, seeking whom he may devour. Now, I'm suggesting that the lion, this lion that I'm talking about, only has a roar. I call him the pretend lion. He's got a mask, just like this, the pretend lion. But he's the greatest pretender in all of this world. He's a deceiver, he's a liar, he's a cheat. He destroys, he is death. But this lion goes around destroying whom he may devour. And he is called the prince of this earth. And now I'm going back, 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 back again to the very beginning. In the beginning was God, who created us in his image. And when he created humanity, he said, I bless you, be fruitful, be Fill this earth and rule, care for all the animals, for this place that I have made for you, the place that you have called home. And so it was like humans were given this God-given authority, God-given authority to look after this earth. There were no enemies. There were no pretend lines. There was just nothing that could destroy us. We could live in perfect relationship with our God, with each other, and with all creation. But you know that Adam and Eve didn't do too well. I need a volunteer. Can I have a young person? 
girl or boy, someone who can hold this. It's not heavy. Come on then, come on over. I need you to stay down here for now. And can you hold that? Because what happened is that God gave humans this, but along came the serpent. And the serpent said to the humans, are you really created in God's image? Do you really want to be like God? God had already said you are. And you know what Adam and Eve did? They ate, they did what they were told not to do, ate of the fruit of the tree of good and evil. And so the authority was taken off them. You stay there, you can sit down, I'll need you later. Okay, and it was given to the great pretender. And he was called the prince of this world. And he prowls around like a roaring lion, but he's all roar. He's all noise. He's not real. And it's on Easter Sunday that we look at the defeat of Satan. Did you know today's April Fool's Day? Do you know who the greatest fool is today? Satan, the prince of this earth. Because on Good Friday, he was quite happy. He got Jesus to the cross. He's dead. He's dead. But on Easter Sunday, what happened? Jesus rose again. And... Satan lost all power and all authority. On the cross, Jesus dealt with our sin. He paid the penalty for all humans so that we could have reconciliation or be right with God or have peace with God. But by not staying dead, Jesus, by not staying dead, defeated Satan defeated our enemy, the pretend lion. And the fulfillment of the lion of Judah came true that day. He defeated all his enemies. Every knee shall bow. He became the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the wonder of the world by not staying dead. So listen to this verse. And there's many others like it because uh, this is a reminiscent of last week. So you are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head of all authority? So what our God does, the devil's destroyed, okay? The roaring lion, no power, no power. But what he invites us to do, can you come up here with me now? Can you come up here? Thank you. He rose from the dead and he invites us to live the life of authority and power with him. That's pretty high, eh? Yeah, okay, you can hold it down there. So together, we are invited again to remember that our enemy is defeated. The Lion of Judah shall be the praise of all peoples. The Lion of Judah shall have worship and honor and glory and power. Thank you, together. We have authority. Thanks for that. He's alive. He's alive today. Our scripture says 
what we've just illustrated to you, the one we read in Revelation. Listen to this. Revelation chapter 5, verse 10. You have made them. That's us who are followers of Jesus. You have made them to be a kingdom of priests to serve our God, and they shall reign with that authority on this earth. He is alive. He is alive. Those of us who've accepted Jesus as the one who died for our sin and who rose again so that we could live have been reconciled with God. And we don't have a dead God. God's not dead. You want to say that again? God's not dead. Because he rose from the dead. Isn't that great? God's not dead. He lives. This is the Easter story of the lion and the lamb. Foretold thousands of years, fulfilled in Jesus. But that's not all. That's not all. There's more to come. This is a beautiful verse from Romans chapter 8. God demonstrated his love for us. And we celebrate this at Easter. While we were still sinners, Christ Jesus died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. How much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? That's not all. The story of the lion and the lamb continues. In Isaiah chapter 11, there's a picture of perfect harmony, shalom, peace. This day is yet to come. It comes when the final enemies will go to the place where God has prepared for them, where the presence of Satan will no longer be active in our lives. His power has no sting. Death has no sting. He is defeated, but he still goes around like a roaring lion. But the day will come when Jesus comes again and the lion and the lamb, a picture of perfect harmony, will lie together. The verse says this, The wolf shall lie with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the young yearling together and a little child will lead them. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord. And according to the Revelation 5 reading, we shall reign with him forever and ever in perfect harmony where this earth, this world knows no animosity and no conflict anymore. What a day. What a glorious day. Easter we celebrate. Isn't that great? We're going to go into a time of communion. I want it to be a special time today. And uh, the communion people can come 
and start handing it out, if that's okay, because we're going to hold it and we're going to have gratitude. We're going to be grateful today for the Easter story. Friday was somber joy. Today is ecstatic joy, joy unlimited. He is risen. Our God's not dead, is he? God's alive. God is not dead. And we're going to celebrate that. And I'm going to read a psalm while you hold the little bit of biscuit, a little bit of juice, which represent to us and remind us that Jesus, on the Good Friday that we celebrate, broke his body, died, let the blood spill all over the ground. But he's not dead. It is for our sins. If this is strange to you, just leave it, pass it along. No one will notice, no one will count, no one really knows. You're free just to be part of this next time. Just hold it. I want to read a psalm, and then we will eat and drink together. Psalm 47. Clap your hands. All you nations, shout to the Lord with cries of joy. For the Lord Most High is awesome, the great King, the Lion of Judah over all the earth. He subdued nations under us peoples under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob, Judah, the line of Judah, whom he loved. God has ascended among uh, shouts of joy. The Lord has triumphed with sounding trumpets. Sing praises to God. Sing praises, sing praises to our King, sing praises, for God is King of all the earth. Sing to Him a psalm of praise. God reigns over the holy nations. God reigns over all the nations on His holy throne. The nobles of the nations assemble as the people of God of Abraham, for the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. We praise our God. We exalt our God. Our God, the awesome God, our God, King of Kings, Lion of Judah, who has broken every chain, every barrier, and He lives so that we might live. Let's take our bread and eat and drink our wine, drink our juice. He lives. He lives. We celebrate our King. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much that we can celebrate you, King of kings, Lord of lords, the wonder of all nations, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There is no name greater than yours, the slain lamb, the Lion of Judah. Amen.